1: And welcome to another edition of How Good Is Rugby League. My name is Michael Corbin and joining me, as always, is Emmanuel Pengas Emmanuel, how are you after a nine-day, nine-game uh, round of football?
0: Michael, honestly, I would have been better had Parramatta won. The weight of expectation got to them. It wasn't expecting to win the easy game that, that was the thing that got them. It was the fact that everyone's perfect round hinged on Parramatta. They delivered like they always do. The weight of expectation was too much and perfectly sums up by Mitchell Moses dropping the ball over the line, having it knocked out of his hand, um, probably perfectly encapsulates how I felt about the perfect round being taken away from me on the weekend.
1: Yeah, look, the only people who were happy with the result yesterday were Bulldogs fans. And every single bookmaker because the amount of multis <laughs> that were blown that I've been told that were blown because everyone was just like, oh, six legs. Let's just tuck Parramatta in at $1.12 to finish off the leg, to finish off, just add an extra five bucks here to my multi and there. Everyone fell on the last round of the game. And honestly, at this point, me, neither of us are shocked at this. It, it may be the upset of the season so far. But it's not a shocking result because this is just what Parramatta have done the last, what, five, six years, however long. Yeah. Now, let's, let's not talk about club football right now. Let's go straight into last Wednesday's game, uh, State of Origin, and a big win for the Maroons on the road in New South Wales uh, at a sellout Acor Stadium, 80,000 screaming blues and they still get the job done in a game where I think the scoreline uh, is flattering to New South Wales. I think Queensland were the better side by more than, what was it, six points.
0: Yeah, I, I think New South Wales were quite lucky, to be honest. I, I agree. The, the court the scoreline probably did flatter them. I felt like uh, Queensland always looked the team. New South Wales looked like they were struggling to complete. Uh, New South Wales were behind on, on all the little one percenters. I think Queensland was definitely more uh, in the game on effort. I think they had a, a stronger team. For some reason, Mike, after the last three or four years where you could always back the New South Wales side, this was a team that that threw up some questionable choices in selection, and it, and it did not inspire confidence. Um, I was highly critical of Jack Wyden, but I think he's a superb origin player. I, I, I just don't know. He just does excel on that arena. I think Katoni Staggs might not have been the right choice for Origin. Easy to say in hindsight, I agree. Um, Daniel Tupo, I feel like, was a selection that was a reactionary selection. We should have stuck to our guns. Um, Josh Adokar proved yesterday in the game that he, he is capable under the high ball. Um, I know that Parramatta is different to the Maroons, but I, I just felt that there were selections that were not necessarily sort of the certain starter options that Freddie had in previous years. I appreciate there's a lot of playmaking ability missing. Luttrell, I think, is a huge loss for that team, uh, regardless of what anyone thinks. He just adds a different dynamic um, to that side and he's someone that can really, in the Harry Grant style, just take a bit of control of the game and produce something out of nothing.
1: Yeah, uh, in terms of the game, I think New South Wales won the first 15 minutes. They probably won the last 10 to 15 minutes as well. But what changed for uh, what changed the game was in the fifth, I think it was about the 18th minute. Billy Slater made three changes at the same time. He brought on Harry Grant, Patrick Carrigan, and Lindsey Collins. And with the foot speed of Ruben Cotter in the middle and Harry Grant's decisiveness and ability to make something out of nothing at dummy half, the the fast, quick, mobile Queensland pack destroyed our middle and just went up the middle. And you can have a look at the number of metres that our back three made and ran. They were all plus 250. And you have a look at the meters that Queensland's back three ran; they were all sub they were all sub one hundred and fifty, right? But their forward pack were all Carrigan, Cotter; they were all up about one hundred and fifty meters. We didn't have a forward over one hundred meters in the run in the game whatsoever. So they destroyed our middle, and that was the momentum shift, and it just it changed everything. And honestly, Billy Slater out Brad Fittler, and importance of Harry Grant coming off the bench and changing the momentum and having a quick rollover with those quick fast forwards who can play big minutes. It, it really killed us. And I thought our forward pack really let us down. And there's been, look, there's been a lot of blame thrown at Nathan Cleary. I uh, don't think he had a good game. That That's fine, but a lot of the time a halfback doesn't have a good game because the forward pack loses and you just don't have that momentum. So on fifth tackle, every play of the ball was slow, and Queensland controlled the ruck beautifully. And when when you're controlling the ruck like that, you get a, a slow play of the ball on fifth tackle. It makes it very easy to put pressure on the kicker, which is what Queensland did all night, every single kick. And Nathan was never comfortable, and it's the big difference. So look, as as much as he didn't have a good game, it's not all his fault. And I it, look if. If it was someone else, they probably would be getting destroyed and may not be picked for last game. But Nathan's won three Origin Series. So, yeah, I, I it was a bad game, but he needs to step up next game. And our forward pack needs to step up next game.
0: Yeah, I uh, completely agree on the forward pack. I think the Panthers side has been so successful, Mike. They've completely dominated the last three years of competition. Um, Nathan, I thought, was a bit out of his comfort zone. He wasn't sure how to rescue the game. Uh, and salvage it. So a, a lot of work to be done, but he seems like such a driven player that he will learn from this and will come back stronger because of it. Um, but our four pack did get completely dominated. They just didn't look hung up. Non-concussion in the first minute might have had an impact on play. Um, there were some times where I thought he might have been playing with a bit of an injury late in the game. But... The, <sighs> it just looked a bit disjointed the whole night didn't it
1: yeah nothing nothing clicked on attack nothing nothing was fluid uh whereas you know queensland just seemed like you know there was just plays that worked and we buried the lead a little bit cameron Munster in the second half was just he was the best player on the field and broke us open so many times and every time they needed a play or needed someone to save a try or Strip the ball or do something. He was there, and he just had more energy and more effort than everyone else on the field. And I think, in terms of the totality of effort, Queensland again, and this happens every origin. They just seem like they want it more than New South Wales. It's frustrating. Yeah,
0: I don't, I don't, I don't know what it is, but they're just always hungrier. They are always hungrier. It's, it's just, it's ridiculous. But it, it's full. Um, Respect to Billy Slater, he it is a first-time coach. He he picked an excellent team. Um, They're hungry, they're driven, and I've just got this feeling that Billy Slater, Cameron Smith, uh, and Jonathan Thurston are just going to haunt us from the coaching box for the rest of our lives, Michael.
1: Yeah, uh, excellent performance. And look, Queensland, the four debutants, probably four players who will be in this Queensland side for the next ten years: Patrick Carrigan, Ruben Cotter. Jeremiah and I—they aren't going anywhere. Uh, who was the other one? Either way, uh, it's, yeah. Uh, either way, they those guys. They're gonna they're gonna be stalwarts of this team for a long time to come. And I'm a little worried. They, they've got a future building in Queensland, and it's gonna be a really really strong side. Valentine Holmes again also was incredible. But Just in terms of the game, Emmanuel, it was an excellent game of football. And me yeah, and you were discussing. Was. Me and you were talking about a lot. The, f- the speed, the physicality, it is just completely different to club level football. It was insane to watch how fast and how hard every hit up was and how much these guys were moving. And just it was a really fast game. And, you know, obviously in games like this, the ref gets less involved. I think the key moment, one of the funniest moments, and one of the best moments of the game was when Daley Cherry Evans tried to contest a high shot on him. And Grant Atkins in the video box in the bunker said, "Ah, oh, he just touched him, so we're not going to give it a penalty." One of my one of my favourite refing decisions of the last twenty years, I think.
0: Yeah, no, I agree, I agree. And Mike, coming back to that, I, I think it's something, we take it for granted, but it is such a treat to watch some of the most elite players across all clubs come together in this concept. I know, I know, we've got the All Stars as well. But there's something about Origin. It, it's the build-up. It's the tension. It's uh, the players at the prime fitness at the point of the season. It, it's round twelve. It, it's cold. Uh, it's a battle. It's high stakes, and it's just. I sat on the couch. I absolutely froze just looking at the people in the stadium. Uh, but it was just. It was so good to watch, and yeah. you could feel every single hit.
1: Yeah. It was intense, and that's that's why Origin is the best part of rugby league. It is it is the best. They're the best three games every year, and the the level of play and the skill that is shown is far superior to anything we'll see during the at least the home and away part of the season. Exactly. Right. So after this week, I think after this weekend, they have to beat games for teams for game two. And then next week is just a standalone week, isn't it, for Origin? So we'll our next That's week's right. pod will be more Origin talk uh, and some other games and recap of the this weekend. But for now, let's park Origin and talk about round 15. Yeah. So, Mike, on a
0: quick look at the ladder, Penrith are in outright first place. Um, they've won 13 games and they've lost... One, they've got a buy up their sleeve. Uh, the next teams are the Storm and the Cowboys, who have both won 10. Uh, the Cowboys have the buy to come as well, and um, the the Storm have lost three, so it's it's a bit of a even for you know two or three horses. the, The first horse is well out in front. Uh, you've then got the Broncos who are also equal to the Cowboys, um, but they have had their buy. Uh, and then you've got Sharks, Eels, both on 18, Souths on 16 points, and the Roosters on 14, but the Roosters have a bye to come. So making sense of the ladder at the moment is a challenge. The only thing I would say is Sharks, Eels, Souths, Roosters, Manly are all sitting uh, between 5th and ninth. Pretty ordinary, I think, all their form. Very inconsistent. Very inconsistent. None of
1: them. Very, yeah, very None of them,
0: are, Parramatta have been incredible in that they've beaten the Panthers and the Storm, but they've lost to the Bulldogs and the Tigers. Uh, almost as incredible as the Bulldogs who have lost to everyone except the Cowboys, uh, the Roosters and Parramatta. So Canterbury are experts at only beating top eight teams, which is something to say for them. But I think that This competition, we talk about how maybe it's evened out compared to last year. I actually think that Penrith probably stayed where they are. The Cowboys and and Broncos have risen. And Cronulla, I thought, have have faded a bit since where they were earlier in the year. Parramatta, uh, very consistent in that they're inconsistent. And Souths and the Roosters, I think Souths probably where I expected them to be. The Roosters probably... Will make a bit of a, a climb up the ladder later in the year, but I there's no one standing out for me, Michael, other than perhaps the Storm and the Cowboys that look like they're going to remotely threaten Henry.
1: I think it's look, and we haven't seen the Storm have had injury issues. pappenhausen has been out, Hughes has been out, Grant's been out, so yeah, they have three losses. I think they are they are still. Look, I don't think they are as good as Penrith. I think Penrith are outright the best team. Melbourne is the biggest threat. Yeah, I just I can't see anyone competing with those two. The Roosters are like just inconsistent. It's it's troubling to watch. I've had some issues with dummy half play and injury. I guess we've had injuries. Um, we've also had the toughest schedule. Uh, but everyone versus basically the same schedule. So we can't really hold that against, you know, we've lost to the teams that we've lost to uh, at the bottom of the table. So, you know, if we beat the Bulldogs, the Dragons, the Knights. We aren't in the position that we're at. So, yeah, look, I think back into the season, will even out. I, we had this seven-week stretch, which was tough. And, you know, we'll find some form later in the season, I think. But, yeah, the Sharks... Kind of thought that there wasn't huge expectations on them, um, but we thought that they would be that fifth to sixth spot. Souths, I think, are doing pretty well. They've had a pretty easy schedule for the last few weeks during Origin. I think it'll get tougher at the end of the season. We'll see how they go there. Um, Manly, I don't know how they're going to go the rest of the season without Trojovic. They're beating the bad teams. They can't beat the good teams. Canberra's an interesting team to watch. You didn't mention them. Yeah. Um, yep. They've been in some tight games the last few weeks And, um, you know, they've had a couple had a couple big wins uh, Some tight losses to some good teams So they're a team to watch as well
0: Yep Okay, so round 15 uh, As Michael said, the following week is a week off for all teams So uh, good time for all teams to get a win before a week off So the first game is the Dragons hosting South in Wollongong For the first time in 11 years on Thursday night. So for the Dragons, Ravalawa makes his return from his hamstring injury. Uh, they kept him out of the Red V's last three matches. So Ruben makes way. Fagai returns from illness on the left wing, so Moga is out. Uh, Suwa moves into the starting side. DeBellin pushes up to the front row. Molo goes to the bench, and Maguire um, is out with a groin injury. Andrew McCulloch has been named to start in his 300th NRL game with Moses Zemba on the bench. Uh, for Souths, one change to the team that beat the Gold Coast tough joins the bench and mamazella drops to the reserves. Uh, as everyone has probably heard during the week, Luttrell will miss the match due to COVID. So if he is picked for New South Wales, he'll have to do it without a game under his belt. Uh, but I don't think that that will happen. Another thing I'm just going to say on Souths, Alex Johnston, Mike, is making history every week now. He is... Incredibly, he scored his 150th career try on the weekend uh, in another hat trick. And I had a look, and he scored his 100th career try, Mike, in round 20 of 2020 when he scored five tries against South, four Souths against the Roosters uh, in that demolition. So that's a pretty quick 50 tries he's notched up there, which is extraordinary. Um, and over if in his next 10 tries, he's going to leap into the top 10 tri-scorers of all time. So, I think history he passed, in the making every he, week
1: with him. He's top 15 at the moment. He passed Inglis, didn't he, on the weekend? Yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah, So, so it's yeah. incredible, but he,
0: it's he's great to watch.
1: one of the best finishers and one of the best players to find the line in. He, he, he probably will break Ken Vine's <laughs> record. Uh, if he, you know, probably needs another four years, maybe. Four years of first yeah. grade. Still young. Yeah. So, Definitely, definitely the possibility of doing it. Um, yeah, I am tipping the South Sydney Rabbitos in this. I am not convinced at anything that I've seen out of the Dragons recently. Um, and I am wondering how much leeway Zach Lomax has left in this team because his performances recently, is the kid that has all the skill and just doesn't do the right thing countless times. And I don't know, there's just a lot going on in this team. There's a lot of issues. And I don't know, they need to turn it around quick because this team's been underperforming. And Souths, South can beat teams like Dragons. Uh, their their attack is, you know, Souths South can put on points. So Cook was really good last week as well, backing up from a an okay origin performance. An okay origin performance. Yeah.
0: Uh, okay, Friday, 6pm, Manly hosts the Cowboys. Uh, for Manly, DCE is back after missing the Tigers game. Kieran Foran moves back to 5 and Schuster goes to the bench. Ben Travojevic to the reserves. For the Cowboys, Cotter's back on deck at prop, so Cohen Hess reverts to the bench. Nanai returns from an ankle injury, suffered in Origin. Nano replaces Tom Gilbert, who's out with an eye injury. Lukey's out for the season, so Lemuelu moves into the starting side. Danger game for the Cowboys, I think, Mike?
1: Yeah, I still think that they can get the job done. Uh, They are coming down to Sydney for, I think, the second time this season, Uh, and then they get a week off. So, yeah, it'll be interesting to see how they're back. I thought Tamalolo was excellent on the weekend. And one player who we've kind of, he's kind of gone a bit unnoticed. And when he was down in Melbourne, he was one of the best props in the game. Played origin, Jordan McLean, who's really turned it around this season. Kind of had a bad few years up in, up in North Queensland. But this year has been exceptional. Uh, he on Luke is a big loss. So he's been really good coming off the bench ginormous, like insanely tall second rower who has a similar ability to Nanai to find the line, Um, but look, I think this is one of those times where we'll see Manly fall to a team that is better than them and the flat track bully conversation will kickstart again. They were, they were good against the Tigers, but it's the Tigers. There's nothing much going on there at the moment. So yeah, the, the Cowboys for me, they're they're a better team. They handily demolished the, who was last week, the Dragons, pretty easily, uh, even with some guys backing up a couple of days after Origin. So, yeah, uh, Cowboys for me.
0: Yeah. yeah. Cowboys also picked up
1: uh, Luciano
0: Lelua early. So he will not be playing this week, but his next game will be for the Cowboys and it will be his 100th first grade game. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Okay, Friday night, Storm hosts the Broncos in Melbourne. So Papenhausen's listed amongst the reserves as he closes in on a return from the hamstring injury that has sidelined him since round nine. If Pap is back, then Meany will slide back to the wing. Uh, debutant Graham Anderson has retained his spot in the 17. Felice Cafusi um, was hit with a fine, but has fought this charge and tonight been successful. For the Broncos, Reynolds is going to miss this game with a rib injury, paving the way for Tyrone Roberts to play his second game of the season after coming off the bench in round one. Staggs returns after missing the Ra- Raiders game with a cork shoulder, and Brenko Lee holds his piece, holds his place in the centres uh, with Farnworth sidelined by a bicep injury. Uh, Cobbo's back on deck, so Pereira goes to the bench. Capewell returns in the back row, so Rabadi goes to the reserves. Turpin joins the bench in the place of the injured Pakes, Payne Haas has been named to play despite injuring his shoulder against Canberra.
1: Yeah, I think without Reynolds and without Herbie Finworth Payne Haas, unsure whether he will play or not. That AC joint injury that he's just been playing him since, I think, when you guys played him back a few rounds ago, it's just, yeah, they, they can't, yeah. he can't seem to shake it. And if Pappenhausen plays, I think the Broncos seven game win streak comes to an end this weekend, especially down in Melbourne. I think Melbourne weren't great on the weekend they they were they were solid. They weren't great, and but they can just put on points insanely fast, and especially with Papenhausen there. Who, funnily enough, he's he, you said he's been out since round nine. He's still the leading scorer in the competition in terms of points.
0: Is that right? Uh, yeah,
1: he's an absolute yes. machine. So, yeah, Harry Grant back, not backing up after Origin as well will help. Brandon Smith hopefully won't forget his boots on game day and will wear shoes that are actually his. And, yeah, uh, Melbourne for me. <laughs> yeah, okay. Uh,
0: Saturday afternoon, the Sharks host the Titans uh, in Coffs Harbour. Titans now anchored to the bottom of the ladder after the Dogs beat the eels yesterday so for Cronulla Fitzgibbon stuck with the same 17 they've got the job done against the Warriors and Finucane is listed amongst the reserves as he needs a return from a knee injury for the Titans AJ Brimson returns at fullback allowing Asako to go back to the wing Masters drops to the reserves uh, big Tino's back in the starting side at locks so Mo Fodawaker goes to the bench. Aaron Clark has been named at hooker despite picking up a rib injury against Souths. And Kevin Proctor is listed amongst the reserves as he nears a return after five weeks out with a bicep injury. Mike, I'm guessing you're back in Cronulla.
1: Yeah, the Titans are the worst team in the competition at the moment. They get beat big time every week. And the only person who seems like he cares every week is Tino. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, Cronulla, they got a good win against the Warriors, and I think this will continue, especially down at Shark Park. Uh, Finucane's a real big inclusion. They, their form kind of dropped off when he got injured. Uh, he just brings consistency and leadership to that forward pack, so I think he'll be back and it'll really help him. Yeah,
0: definitely. Definitely. Um, okay, so on Saturday afternoon at 5.30, the Warriors host Penrith. Oh, dear. Uh, several changes for Stacey Jones in his second game in charge. Volkman will make his NRL debut at 5'8", pushing Chanel Harris-Devita t- to the bench while Arthurs comes into the centres at the expense of Berry. Uh, with Ben, Murdoch-Masilla Murdoch, suffering a dislocated elbow. a Afoa moves into the starting side and Penne joins the bench. Ewan Aitken misses the game with concussion and his place is taken by Josh Curran. Fanul Blake's been named on the extended bench and is poised to return from the foot injury that has sidelined him since round 11. For Penrith, Yo returns for the Premiers after he was given a rest last week. So Maddie Eisenhuth goes back to the reserves. Mike, I'm a bit surprised that Harris Tevita has been benched
1: and not Sean Johnson. So I don't know. I think that Sean Johnson has this week to really show that he wants to stay in New Zealand. So what's uh, they they obviously go on a bye week next week. I think he's going to go home. Then they play in New Zealand. So he's going to go over to see family and they're going to make a decision over the next two weeks whether Sean Johnson will be with this team long-term, uh long-term uh, heading into next season. And on game day, I can see Chanel Harris-DeVita jumping into that seven roll or six role. Ronald Volkman, uh Eastern Suburbs boy, Waverly College. Um Roosters Jr. who came over to the Warriors this year. And I think this is just the sign of the future. They're testing stuff right now. They want to see they want to see whether what, what combinations they could uh you know get going. Obviously Reese Walsh, uh Ronald Volkman and Chanel David are probably the future of this team. Uh or, sorry. Shanelle Hoshdevita won't be the future of this team. He's taking off next year, so they want to see. They want to try get some plays in and see what they can get going for the future. I think they've realised this season's kind of kind of done, which is sad. Uh, this early on, but look, the Panthers might win this by seventy.
0: Yeah, I I really hope they don't. Um, the, as you said, the Warriors do play their first game, uh, first game after the break. Saturday, Sunday, the 2nd of July, against the Tigers, which is probably a winnable game for them. So I, I hope they're not despondent by then um, yeah. and they're able to turn up in that one.
1: Yeah. Uh, some okay. More, some more news, just just some more news, hold up before the, so the Pampers. I think they re signed Isaac Tago today for uh, till 2025. So good signing for a young player as well, keeping this team continually going. Yep. Yeah.
0: Okay. Saturday night. Eels uh, will be looking for redemption as they host uh, the Roosters at Combat Stadium. Um, they'll be fired up after the um, absolute embarrassment they were yesterday. So let's see what happens. Brad Arthur's stuck solid with the same 17 that suffered a shock, shock loss to the Bulldogs on Monday. Sevo's made a successful return in his first game since round 23 and will be, be better for the run. For the Roosters, Luke kiry has been named but will be monitored throughout the week after su- suffering concussion against the Storm. Therrells makes his return from a collarbone injury and Hutchison reverts to the bench. Momorowski's been replaced in the centres by Billy Smith. Uh, Egan Butch has been added to the bench and Daniel Saluka Fafita, who Souths have signed for 2023, 24 and 25, goes back to the reserves. Mike, all the pressure on Para in this one, I think.
1: Yeah, uh, look, and Roosters beat them a few weeks ago. It's a really great game. Uh, Not sure if Kiri will play. I thought that, that I messaged you at one point during the Storm game that we might not have either of our halves next week. Sam Walker ended up coming back on after that incident with uh, Kafusi. Apparently Kiri woke up fine, had no issues. So they're going to be monitoring it. We might give him a break just because there's the week off. And if he does, uh, Hutchison will come into seven, I think, unless Manu plays six and Walker plays seven. Uh, and Sulukur Fafida, who hasn't been named in the Bears squad, will probably come up and uh, take a bench role because at the moment there's only one prop uh, on our bench Sam Verrill's will really help because I've, I've said this for the last few weeks, dummy half play has been bad for the Roosters and just poor service has just meant that it's difficult for our halves to get going in attacking sets. If Kiri plays, I'm tipping the Roosters. If Kiri doesn't play, I think I'd lean more towards Parramatta.
0: Mike, is there any chance of Lachlan Lamb partnering Walker in halves? No. no. No?
1: No. It'll be, it'll be, it'll be, it'll be Hutchison or Manu. To be honest, I think I prefer Marnie. Yeah, I uh, Momor- Momor- just been dropped on form because he's, that side has been leaking points and he's a big part yeah. of Defence has been average. Yes. Yeah. So, it's,
0: you know, we picked up Josh Mansour after Penrith made the grand final in 2020. Roosters picked up Momorovsky after Penrith won the grand final in 2021. And I think both our clubs got the raw end of the deal.
1: Ah, yeah, well, other news is Joseph Sawali is awesome yeah. and I can't take my eyes off him when he's playing because you don't know if he's going to absolutely destroy someone on defence or jump over five people. Yeah,
0: he's fantastic. Um Okay, Sunday afternoon Raiders host the Knights in Canberra. Uh So for Canberra, Rappina returns from suspension on the wing in the only change to the 17 that went down to Brisbane. Josh Papali'i is back on the starting side after coming off the bench last week following his origin commitments. For the Knights, Pong has been named to play but will need to pass the necessary concussion protocols. Mann moves into the starting side at lock. Mitch Barnett goes to the second row. Lachlan Fitzgibbon drops to the reserves. Solo is the new face on the bench and Bradman Best is still likely a week away. Mike, Newcastle have just been awful.
1: Yeah, they haven't, haven't been good. And Ponga is had a concussion. Don't know whether he will play. Yeah, I'm, I'm tipping the Raiders. They were they weren't bad against the Broncos. Broncos did a really good effort staying in that game despite the injury toll that grew on them. Uh, Canberra's shown some form of late, and uh, yeah, they're, they're they're looking a lot better. Xavier Savage has given them a bit of an X factor at the back that they've been missing, and I don't. It's going to be interesting to see if. Uh, John's nickel clock star can get his spot back Given how well they've played the last few weeks And yeah I, There's nothing going for the Newcastle at the moment They're average Yeah uh,
0: Really enjoyed that game the, What I saw of it Just a very Very the enterprising game. Yeah Very yeah. enterprising footy Yeah um, Okay Sunday afternoon This will be a good one Mike Bulldogs host the Tigers Also at Combank Stadium Um, For the Dogs, Patolo will miss the match after suffering a head knock in yesterday's win over Para. So Morin joins the bench for his debut. Uh, Fatala Mariner has been named in the starting side with Waddell moving to the bench. Luke Thompson remains sidelined as he struggles with the effects of concussion, while Siamana Fagai has not been named after the drawing from Monday's game with a calf injury. For the Tigers, Dewey returns from a knee reconstruction on the bench. Kapoa takes the place of Brent Naden, who's been suspended. Uh, as we said, Luciano Lelu has been released and Tuolangi moves from the bench to the starting side to take his place. Um, Brown earns a recall on the bench at the expense of Jock Madden. Uh, Mike, one of the things that I really thought of, of you yesterday uh, in that Bulldogs-Tigers game, yeah. Avarillo. How,
1: how, how long have I been saying that Jake <laughs> Avarillo should be the fullback <laughs> for the Bulldogs and... You know what he did? He took a dummy. He, he Regan Campbell Gillard didn't, but knew that Regan Campbell Gillard. I've, I've seen Matt Dufty do this plenty of times. Go over the dummy. It actually worked for Jake And I'm like, oh, if he faked it there? Egg on my face. Ran away for the in the opposite direction for a try. Look, he he's a skilled player who has the skills to play in somewhere in that back role. He has a kicking game, has a passing game. That's why I wanted to see him at the back. Matt Burton was incredible. Uh, Max King and Raymond and I thought, were really good in the forward pack. And this, this look in the in the four weeks that Mick Potter has taken over, they've scored I think ninety six points in the what are we round fifteen? So round fourteen we've played. So in the ten rounds before that, the Bulldogs had scored ninety eight points. So it shows you yeah. that look and this team it, it, this team has improved. There is points in them, and this these teams actually versed each other. Few weeks ago, it was a great game. Remember, it was Friday, Friday six o'clock game. I think. I yeah, I'm gonna tip. I'm gonna tip the dogs. Yeah, I think just on form coming out of last week, they're gonna take a lot out of that. Their forward pack's looking better. It's looking stronger. Their backline, Jacob Carraz is is a great player. Corey Allen has really helped them, and you, that Burton Addo Car combination has been excellent.
0: Yeah, no, it ha- it's really developed, and I I love seeing. Halves chip for their wingers to chase the ball down the sideline. I wish more teams would do it. Yeah, not every uh, not every so team it's...
1: not every team has the fastest man on the planet chasing down those kicks. It's not as easy. No, but I bet New South Wales wish they did now. <laughs> um, <laughs>
0: no. Okay, so to to recap Michael's tips, Michael's gone uh, south over St George, the Cowboys to win at Brookie. Storm to beat the Broncos, uh, Cronoa to beat the Gold Coast, Penrith to pump the Warriors, Roosters to win at Combank Stadium against the Eels, the Raiders to beat
1: uh, Newcastle and Canterbury to beat the Tigers. Really, there's only one difficult game this week and it's Roosters-Eels just because both teams are Really inconsistent. Maybe you could say Bulldogs-Tigers. I just think the Bulldogs are a better team at the moment. But should be a fairly easy round again, I think, in terms of tipping. A lot of sixes and sevens.
0: Yeah. If if the Cowboys' defence was a bit shakier, I'd say Manly a chance of an upset. But they've just been so quite strong. So um, it's hard to tip against them.
1: Yeah. Agreed. So Sunday night, We'll obviously get the squads for the Origin teams for game two. And then next week, we'll be back on Tuesday to discuss the lead-up to game two. And if there are any changes, I expect that Tarek Sims won't be in the team. I expect that Daniel Tupo won't be in the team. Um, and I expect that Appy Coruscant might be at dummy half or on the bench.
0: Do you expect to see Ryan Patenhausen
1: Want we'll to see if he plays this week?
0: Do I you same same Latrell?
1: Latrell if Here's the thing. So Travis Tuma, obviously the South is the South Sydney trainer. He's also the trainer for the Blues, so they've got pretty good information on Latrell. And if he's able to go, how can you not put him in there? But the the one interesting thing is Jack Whiten was excellent at left center. Yeah. Because he's a left footer, you can step off the left, back onto the right. troll is the same. He's a left footer, steps off the left, goes to the right. Matroll's never played right centre. Jack Whiten's never played right centre, never played on the right side, neither of them. So where does one move? What happens? How does how does that work? That's that's one thing that I, I don't know if you can have both. Look, one of them is going to play out of position. I don't know if I like that. So tough decision for Freddie. All right. I think yeah. we'll leave it And uh,
0: For those of you that don't know, for those of you that, that for those of you that don't know Travis Tumor, he is of course most famous for uh, his role in the 2019 Grand Final.
1: Yep, that's him. <laughs> <laughs> that is him. Uh, that is him. All right, Mike. Yeah, yep. we'll leave it there. Thanks, Manuel. Uh, as always, please don't forget to rate, review, subscribe to the podcast. Give us a rating on Spotify or all your other. Uh, podcasting platforms and as always Emmanuel how good is rugby league how good is rugby league thanks Michael thanks guys